Welcome back. You're listening to the Weekend Recap on 102.1 The Outlaw. I'm your host, Blake, a.k.a. Balake, and we've got Yusuf, the Guru Khan, on the mic with us today, man. How have you been? I'm doing good, Blake. Hope you're doing well as well. I'm I'm doing fantastic, man. It's been a few weeks since I've heard from you, and I'm just kind of feeling it today. I I, I kind of want to hit this button here for some reason. I'm bad, and I'm better. Man, look, I, I completely missed you two weeks ago, and then last week we weren't even on the station, man. It's it's uh, it, it's been a, a couple days since since we've gotten together, man. How, how the heck have you been? Yeah, man, I had to I had to take like a Tom Brady like break, um, <laughs> step away from everything, and get back into training camp now. <laughs> back into training camp. Look, speaking <laughs> of, man, this is the week everything's back you know we we're going to be talking some high school football today we're going to get into some college football i mean lord is back that's this freaking week we're five days out from it and nfl i mean we're we're into the last week of preseason coming up so i mean we, we got a jam-packed show tonight uh chris unfortunately ain't with us currently but he should be jumping on sometime after the break with us and uh before we get this thing started, let me kick this out to our sponsors real quick. Uh, the Great American Florida Gun Show, they do have a gun show coming up in Haines City. That's going to be September 10th and 11th. So we got a, we got a little bit of time to, to prepare for this one, guys. So if you're in the mood or in the need to buy some guns, some ammunition, some knives, some little fun doodads to hang on your truck, I mean, if it's patriotic, man, these guys are sitting there swinging it around inside of there. Make sure you give them a, a shout. Check out their website, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com. Figure out where they're going to be in their your location and uh, find the dates and times. Uh, these are normally going to roll every Saturday and Sunday, but uh, we, we got a little break here. So make sure, again, you hop on their website, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com. And uh, when you go see them, make sure you tell them the outlaw sent you, man. So uh, a few things have happened. You know, it, it's, it, it's football season, and... This show was kind of built around football, you know. I mean, just take a look at the logo. I mean, it's 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 kind of what drives me on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. I mean, that that's what really gets my pulse going. And I've been lucky enough to team up with a couple of high schoolers around here. You know, the Hardy County Wildcats. You know, the, of course, we've got these guys here on the station. We we call their games on Fridays. We keep up with them, but they're not the only teams in town. So if you're a local high school team and you just want to call in, give us the scores, let us know what's going out in your area, we'll gladly throw it on the show and talk about it for you guys. But I just wanted to hit some uh, quick scores for you guys from th- for throughout the weekend. Uh, Sarasota, these uh, I take it back, Palmetto Ridge and Sebring, they faced off on Friday. Sebring took it 48-6 to over Palmetto Ridge. You got Sarasota Booker. And Hardy County facing off this past Friday. It was a little dicey. You know, Sarasota, we take a 59. Hardy County, 27. Uh, you had DeSoto County over Cape Coral. I mean, DeSoto County. These, these guys just beat the brakes off of Cape Coral. I mean, I, I'm sorry these guys took the trip, but Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Jupiter, you know, we got 14. Okeechobee, 0. Bartow was 48. Fort Meade, 7. So, you know, the miners in Bartow, they, they, they squared up. These dudes are... They they touch borders, <laughs> so I mean this thing had to have been heated out there, and you have Parish and Anclote. You know Parish takes it forty two, Anclote takes it eight. So it's uh it's back, man. That's uh I was I, I've been 
granted some access with Mulberry High School. And I got to roam around out there on the sidelines with these guys this uh, this past Friday. And you want to talk about an atmosphere. I mean, they had a a, a huge event going on uh, to, to start over here in Mulberry. These guys just recently built a school. You know, they, they went into the school, I think, uh, right after Christmas break. They moved over to the new building. They've already gone through and demolished the old Mulberry High School. So for those of you that are familiar with Mulberry and, and things that have gone on up there, that school don't exist no more. That <laughs> They have downright buried the old stuff. Now, with that being said, they've caught the attention of the NFL, man. It's uh, They sent the Tampa Bay Buccaneers street team, the Captain Fear himself. And from what we heard, the Madden bus was going to be there. But I don't know if this guy broke down on the way there, but we didn't quite see the Madden bus. But they had a heck of a tailgate party going on up there, man. Okay. But uh, on that end, they, you know, the with the new field and the new school, they had a check rolled out to Mulberry High School for $250,000. Look, I'm not into writing grants or anything like that, and I don't even know where to begin, but uh, can somebody please go ahead and write a grant for me? <laughs> I mean, two hundred fifty grand. And look, you want to talk about a field. This thing is brand spanking new and just turf from one end to the other. I was out there this summer, you know, just trying to see what's going on, you know, trying to catch the hype around what's what's happening with the Tampa Bay Bucks and the, and the Mulberry High School football team. And I was walking around on the track, you know, a little asphalt top, you know, that this isn't one of those little rubber tracks out there. And I was like, man, my feet are getting hot. And I step over to the sideline or not on. The, well, yeah, onto the sideline just to get off of the asphalt there, thinking my feet were going to be cooler. But I, I'm new to turf fields. <laughs> These things are just coated in rubber pellets and just they are everywhere. They're in your shoe. But I swear to God, this field was hotter than the asphalt that I was just previously standing on. So I, I couldn't imagine getting tackled on this thing. I mean, I, I saw Friday that the turf burn <laughs> from these guys getting up off the field, let alone how how hot this thing was going into it. But, uh, dude, it, this thing was an absolute spectacle. Now, I would love to get out there with all these high schools and, and make this an event. You know, every week, you know, we get a new school, new location. They're on the sidelines. So, again, if you guys are interested in getting your team spoke about here on the show, I mean, we'll keep up with your sports. But, I mean, I'm talking about get us down there on the sidelines. Just reach out to us here on Facebook, you know, the Weekend Recap. This is this is who we are. This is what we love. And uh, speaking of what we love, I love contact football, man. How about you, Yusuf? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, it's been a long summer, so. Oh my God! Or an actual game that counts and stuff. Preseason's nice, but you no. know the starters don't usually even play. They're seemingly uh, taking vacations now. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's. Uh... Oh God! Look, it, as much as I love the NFL, it's just this version of the NFL is horrible. I, I mean, it, it granted it's for somebody, but preseason football. I mean, as much as I love getting football back. I'm normally like a quarter into it of like, oh, it's preseason. <laughs> but I, I tell you what, I wasn't feeling Friday. 
I, cer- the- I certainly wasn't feeling that feeling, you know. I, 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 <laughs> it felt more like this. I mean, hey, Ric Flair never gets over, right? I mean, I swear to God, if I wasn't so fat, I'd been doing the Ric Flair shuffle out there. I just jiggle too much. So we, we got to pump the brakes on that one. <laughs> But uh, like like I've mentioned, man, I got to follow around Mulberry and, you know, I was down there on the sidelines. I got up there in the student section, you know, checking out the parents, you know, and all the other people, the boosters, all these people that came out to this thing. And I even got up in the booth, Lord, with with the voice of the Panthers himself. You want to talk about somebody that sounds good on the mic. Holy cow. This guy is just phenomenal. But uh, I, I just wanted I, I couldn't believe the quality and and the level of play coming from these guys. I, I teased it a little bit throughout the summer talking about these guys, but these Burgess brothers, holy cow. I mean, from senior to junior to freshman, these dudes just dominate out there. Uh, and look, we, we got this guy, Tay Burgess. I swear to God, his thighs are as big around as most of people's legs or waistlines on the opposing team. I mean, he's just standing different. I mean, you, you go out there, you're like, you're going to give him the ball? <laughs> I mean, you you, you kind of worry about this. Look, they had a jamboree a couple weeks ago, and I swear to God, the, the middle of the field just opened up, and everybody's like, no, I, I just don't know if I want to get hit by this guy. But uh, he's not the only Burgess out there. You know, we got Devin Burgess. This kid is a secondary nightmare. I mean, he's in there breaking up the passes. I mean, all you're hearing on defense, number two, Devin Burgess. And then you get kickoffs. This dude almost took a punt return back to the house. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's in the water, you know. And I thought I was impressed with Zitsu because they were at the 863 showcase that we uh, went out on location on earlier in the summer. But they got a little brother, Rayshon Burgess. Look, you get up ahead on the scoreboard. So we start cycling some people in. And this Rayshon Burgess kid just absolutely took over the game. I mean, it just absolutely impresses. Every time I turned around, that's all you heard the uh, the announcer saying, Ray Burgess or, or Tay Burgess or Devin Burgess. And I'd look back over at Papa Burgess. He's just got this, his arms thrown up there on the fence, Head tilted back just a little bit and nodding. Every time I'd look over at him, hey, you want to talk about a proud papa, man. <laughs> these kids are out there putting in some work and doing nothing but getting these these fans and these students up out of their seats. Now, not to be outdone. I mean, you these three alone that are just amazing to watch, but you got Lloyd Knight. This kid is built different. I mean, you want to talk about tall, athletic, and just chiseled. That's another business decision. <laughs> I mean, and to, to even start the game off, you know, we got our quarterback scrambling around out there in Mulberry, and they find this kid, Josh Bellamy. You want to talk about an Alvin Kamara clone right here? I mean, he just he sees the scramble drill. I mean, just the IQ of these athletes on this team is just it's top notch, man. I mean, it's, I, no wonder why Hunter's Lane, the school I went to, well, <laughs> we weren't any good. I mean, we weren't competing on this kind of <laughs> level, man. But, I mean, just, just just to see it. And, and here's the fun part. You you have Coach Wells out there. He's he's our head, the, the head football coach out there at Mulberry. And you got his son, Parker Wells. He makes his way in during the second half. And, again, you, you know, once you start getting up on him, you, you kind of want to make sure we rotate some guys in. But I swear to God, he does this bootleg. And this kid is far too Caucasian to be moving the way he did out there. And he was just leaving people in the dust. I mean, have you ever seen Homer Simpson or the a cartoon where all you see is the cloud? 
and everybody's like falling into it trying to capture him. I mean, that, that's how this was with this kid. I mean, it was just absolutely, it was so amazing to see. And just the domination from these trenches, man. You, you had Gavin, you know, the center here on the offensive line and, you know, all the other hogs just sitting there right there beside him. I mean, they just completely road graded and opened up all these holes for these running backs. I mean, Lord, Tay Burgess, Ray Sean Burgess, Lloyd Knight, Josh Bellamy. These guys were just sitting behind bulldozers all night long and not to be outdone bruce and that defensive front seven just absolutely shut coco beach down the only points they got was from a late interception i mean it was just it was an absolute spectacle to see man i, I i'm a fan <laughs> i'm an absolute fan as much as i like nfl and college football it doesn't get any bigger than this for some of these kids and that is just just to see the family and the community and all these people come together to make this happen. This is why I love football, man. And high school football is, is king <laughs> down here in Florida right now. That is the best show on Friday nights for sure. Oh, yeah. Friday night lights, as they like to say in Texas. And it was definitely big down here in Florida, too, especially, you know, the, the area you're talking about, Tampa, down to Miami, it's, you know, they got several competing schools. IMG has become a national power, you know, over the last decade where they just attract kids from all over the country. So, yeah, no, no joke. Florida definitely has uh, talented players, talented coaches, the atmosphere, everything is top notch. Yeah. I mean, and, and like you said, it's all over. You know, we just happened to be in Mulberry this past Friday. And again, I would love to come out to see your school. So just reach out to us again. Find us on Facebook, the weekend recap. Shoot me a message, man, and we'll set something up. I'd, I'd love to come down there on the sideline with you guys. But uh, I mean, just all of Polk County and Hardy County and Highlands County, man. And just at, at that showcase, I mean, I was like, I was surprised by the size of these people. I mean, the quarterbacks I saw from Auburndale. I was like, holy crap, this dude's bigger than some of these defensive ends out here. So, I mean, it, it's they are grown men down here. I don't look. Maybe I should start drinking the tap water. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I got one good gross part left in me at 37. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, speaking of high school, man, the biggest reason we love talking about this stuff is because we want to get these students to the next level. You know, and there's Florida has been just a rich tradition of having athletes, just a thick pool of them, too. I mean, it is probably population density, but from what I see with these coaches, these guys are ready for the next level. I mean, we're talking blocking schemes. I mean, we, we weren't doing blocking schemes in high school, but these guys are. <laughs> so, again, Tennessee, you guys really need to step it up. <laughs> Hunter's Lane, look, that's my alma mater. You guys, look, I don't know if y'all been doing it recently, but when we was there, you just – you blasted the guy in front of you. That that's why we weren't good, man. Y'all y'all need to get on this level. But uh we're trying to get these colleges out there. You know, we carry all the Florida Gator football games and basketball games here on 102.1. So when there's a game, you can't find it on the TV, you can just tune right on in. You know, you you're not always home, but uh you're you've always got a device in your pocket. 102.1 theoutlaw.com, great way to stream us, right? So, make sure you guys tune in for that. But what I was getting at, we, we got all these colleges that we talk about here. And, and our goal is to funnel scouts down here to Central Florida because we're the only sports show between Orlando and Miami. You know, it's, so we want to make sure that this area is getting the attention that it needs. And seeing the way these kids play, they need to be knocking on these freaking doors, man. 
So let's go ahead and back up real quick. We, we, we spoke a little college. And speaking of college, we're about five days out from having some meaningful Smash Mouth college football. I feel he fits in with every conversation, does he not? <laughs> but, oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> we, we, we got some games coming up, man. And like I said, we're, we're five days out from having the Florida State Seminoles kickoff. I, I still can't pronounce his name. Kensey, D-U-Q-E-S-N-E. I mean, do you even know how to say that one? Who, who are these guys? Uh, yeah, Dunks. Dunks. Oh, Lord. I Look, I, I straight up Ebonics that one. Holy crap. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the proper name for that, too. So, yeah, it looks but, like they have, a, they have a glorified scrimmage, so they should get a win. <laughs> Look, if these guys can't pull off a win on this one, I mean, we're, we're talking August 27th, 5 p.m. at home. If we can't beat the blah, 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 <laughs> we really don't need to be in the ACC. I mean, at that point, we're probably going to just go ahead and give up our bid. But uh, has anybody ever lost to a school and nobody have ever heard of them before? I don't know if that's – well, I guess Appalachian State at that at some yeah. point. But I don't know. You, you want to talk about another game starting August 27th. We got Vanderbilt football, and these guys are taking a trip. So, I mean, if you're going to be an SEC team and decide to travel for your first home game, you know, normally SEC, you know, your big conferences normally get visited week one. You know, hey, yeah, this Big Ten or the SEC, the ACC, you know, most of these cupcake teams are going to come to you. But uh, I, I don't think I'd be mad if I was the Commodores because if you're going to travel – you might as well travel to Hawaii, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it's going to be a late game for us. I mean, it's going to be 10.30 p.m., but uh, I, I don't know what the time difference is there, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot sunnier. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, it should be a nice uh, vacation for uh, Vandy. I, I don't know if they'll get the win or not, but, I mean, at least they'll enjoy that, the atmosphere and the trip and whatnot. I'm sure they'll get there a little early, and uh, you know, so it should be a good trip for them. <laughs> The, look, Chris is probably going to hate me, but uh, I, I could strongly see Vanderbilt coming home with a loss on that one. I mean, it just no, – no, no hard feeling Nashville. You know, I know I got some fans in there listening. I mean, the Vanderbilt does have a few of them. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's, I, I, I listen to some of the, uh, the Nashville media uh, as far as Vanderbilt, and some of these guys think they're going to go into wake, this Wake Forest game 2-0 and and possibly leave out of there 3-0. Maybe it's because I'm down here in Florida and don't see what's going on up there in Vanderbilt. But uh, much like my love for Tennessee sports, you're just going to have to prove it to me <laughs> at this point for me to, to feel good about it. We've, we've been feeling good about it for a long time. <laughs> you know, what, what I tell John over the summer, I think we were the uh, the moral victory capital of the world. Like, ugh, second place. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, participation trophies. <laughs> Did Jay Cutler get some eligibility back at Vanderbilt? They're uh, 
Oh, I don't know, but man, Jay Cutler has given some awesome sound bites. This dude is just a straight <laughs> savage. I mean, if you want to be entertained by somebody that just gives no, you know what, just just find some Jay Cutler clips about his divorce and see how this all is playing out. I mean, he is an absolute savage, and he is he is certainly in Nashville folklore for sure. I mean, he, he took us to a bowl game for the first time in like a hundred years for Vanderbilt. So, I mean, to give you an idea, so. All my fans down here in Florida, understand this is what suffering looks like. I mean, this is Chicago Cubs <laughs> type misery here, but uh, you know, it's 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 a great school. It's a great community. It's oh, just yeah. wow, a hundred yeah. years cool. in between bowl games. Oh my god! But uh, speaking of, let me get let me get this pulled back up. You know, we got more games up. We got more games coming. You know, that's just August 27th. That's just who's tuning in. That's who's in our areas. But the Tennessee Vols, you know, this is going to be another team that we're keeping up with, you know. And if there's a college team that you'd like to hear, again, reach out to us. Let us let us know who you guys are following so we can include them in our, our clips, our highlights, and conversation here. But uh, the Tennessee Vols, you know, Nashville, Knoxville, we got a lot of listeners out that way. And on those guys – we there there's a lot of hope there's a whole lot of angst <laughs> but uh this is also another game that i feel could be a trap game for the vols simply because we're the vols and we're we're playing ball state <laughs> you know this feels like a trap game man we should Wait, win who are, they, who are they playing ball state exactly who are they playing <laughs> they don't matter <laughs> so that that's just the the anxiety I have built up as a Vols fan. So, I mean, you, my, my Gator fan listeners out here, you know, everybody that uh, is a non-Vol fan, uh, enjoy it. <laughs> this, is, this is where we are at a fan base, and we just don't know. <laughs> you know, it, it, things have been wrong since Philip Fulmer has gone. And, and then yeah. we kind of got Lane Kiffin'd, <laughs> and then we had to settle for everything less <laughs> since then. And, and it's been a rough go, man. We've been trying to figure it out ever since Lane Kiffin just one night standed us. I mean, I, I didn't even get a, a breakfast. <laughs> I didn't get a thank you, you know. It, 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 he just just gone. <laughs> and it, it, that's just how the last, Lord, what, 20 years has been for us at this point? So, now, I've, I've got hopes. We saw some glimpses last year, but... Uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, with most Tennessee sports, you're just going to have to prove it to me. I need to see. I I heard on Saturdays. I heard on Sundays. So it's not that I'm a fair weather fan. I'm out there hurting with you. I, I just know what you're going to do to me. I, I've been through this rodeo before, you know. Until Billie Jean keeps, stops backhanding me, I, I'm not going to believe her. <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, it's they got a good quarterback, so I think they'll be improved. Hendon uh, Hooker, yeah, you know, he had some good stats last year. So I mean, if they can keep it up, year two of uh, Josh Heupel, I think he's a decent coach. He was at UCF before. Um, you know, I think their offense will be there. The defense and the SEC, you know, obviously when they play teams like a Georgia or Alabama, I mean, we can probably count those as losses. But can they at least win the other <laughs> have on the schedule? So that that'll be that you know where they can improve. Look, and the, we might be on an even playing field, I think, for the first time in a long time with the Florida Gators. So I'm, I'm kind of kind of excited about that week coming up. But uh, 
No, I lie. We lose to y'all all the time. <laughs> but I think this is the most even the Gators and the Vols have been for a while. You know, everybody's trying to figure out if Hypel is going to be the guy. And nobody still knows who Bill Napier is. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think it's fair. <laughs> now, look, I absolutely missed you two weeks ago because these came out two weeks ago, and I wanted your thoughts and your opinions. Sorry, we're jumping ship, balls fans. We we got a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, we got time. So sorry, we're getting close to the clock, but uh, it's the Miami Hurricanes. These guys have those neon light uniforms. And I swear to God, I wish the NFL would get on the same freaking page as college football and the alternate uniforms, because these things are absolutely sick, man. How do you like those things? Oh, those are those are nice. I, I definitely like them. the Miami Knights uh, edition of their uniforms with the bright neon green, sort of like the 80s style, you know, lettering and font and, you know, highlighter uh, color. So, yeah, I love them. Uh, I think it was a cool jersey that they're coming out with. Look, that that absolutely took me back to my early 20s on Broadway and all the neon lights everywhere, man. And that was just right up my alley. I, to, I, I'm going to have to go out there. It's probably one of the best-looking uniforms in all of college football. And Oregon forever has been king of the duck on this one, right? But, yeah. my God, I mean, you want to talk about – yeah. Look, if you're going to get me some NIO money and I get to wear those – Absolutely. <laughs> so, now, now, who is this team? Bethune-Cookman Wildcats. Because they're going to be kicking off against them at 3.30, September 3rd here. Well, they're a local team. I think they're from Daytona, uh, you know, lower subdivision, HBCU. So, you know, Miami gets some wins, sort of like a scrimmage game to open up the season. And, you know, Bethune-Cookman gets, you know, a paycheck basically to, oh, to go to that's a lovely paycheck there, yeah. So it'll work out for both teams. So it shouldn't be too much of a struggle for Miami. They'll probably get a lot of the young guys and backups in, especially in the second half. So you know, it's a nice tune-up for the season to come. So wait a second are you are you trying to tell me that some of these college teams and schools are getting NIL contracts as well? <laughs> hey, look, you could come face us and get the break speed off of you, and we'll give you some money. <laughs> well, I think that's been around for years. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true, yeah. yeah. And you guys just uh, come in and, you know, you know, have a home game and, you know, just, uh, you know, it's they they have those games so they don't have to go to those universities, obviously, so they just do a, you know, a home and home instead of, like, you know, a home and away with a – Yeah, they'd hate to look like opponent. Vanderbilt and have the opposing team turn it into a home game. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Commodores, you know, it just – it is what it is, man. <laughs> when the Gators come to town, that's all you see in the stands is blue and blue and orange. It's like, well, yeah, it's it's very hostile. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're up against the break, guys. Let's uh, let's back up real quick and uh, and punt on this one. You know, no puns intended. But uh, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsor again, Great American Florida Promotions. Again, they got some gun shows coming up in September, so you got a little bit of time to plan and budget. So uh, make sure you work that honeydew list, massage those feet, do the laundry, do the dishes. That way, you can sneak out to Haines City. And talk to my friend Max. <laughs> so, but uh, we're going to bounce out, guys. Make sure you stay tuned, and uh, we'll be back right back with you. 
Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show. Dates and location for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle, Haines City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations. The future is now. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. Join Sean Kelly and the rest of the broadcast team as they bring you Gator football all season long. The Gators open the season against Utah Saturday, September 3rd. Kickoff is set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central, with pregame starting at 4 Eastern, 3 Central. On your home for Florida football. Your home for Florida Gators football. Real Country 102.1 FM and 1310 AM WAUC. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with us. We're back and uh, just want to remind you guys again, you know, we, we carry all the Florida football games and basketball games. So make sure you guys, if you're not in a position to watch or even if you are in a position to watch, I, I promise you the the home team commentators is, is where it's at. So just tune in here at 102.1, the outlaw and and listening to the game. Now, if you're on the go and, and aren't even near a radio, you can find it on 102.1, the And again, we always have about a 30-minute pre-game kickoff to everything and and the game. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So make sure you guys tune in and give that a listen. Now, as we progress through the weekends, you know, Fridays are always fun. Again, you get the communities, you get the students, and, and you get moments that are bigger than you and I could ever realize for these kids. And then we see what they turn into on Saturdays, you know, with college football. You know, and the, the development of these young men into just monsters on the gridiron. And kind of brings us to our next subject, the NFL. You know, we, we had a few games over the weekend. And look, we've had a few games since last time we talked. Last time we talked, we were discussing the Jacksonville Jaguars Hall of Fame game. So we're actually a couple games removed from that one since last time, right? Now, yeah. speaking of Jacksonville, they were in action against the Oakland Raiders, which... We got a little bit more to talk about Oakland than we ever normally would on this show here, here in a little bit. But uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, man, you know, it, it, we're kind of a out of market area, so we're kind of blacked out from being able to see the preseason games, which is really a drag. And guess what? Guess what's not on Sunday NFL ticket? Preseason games, because it's not on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's what customer service told me. <laughs> they could have said it to where I didn't feel so stupid about it, you know? <laughs> but we got, uh, I got to see some highlights of Trevor Lawrence on the internet. You know, we post them over to our Facebook page. We try to find highlights and feed it that way for people in our position that can't quite catch the game sometimes. But Trevor Lawrence, man, he looks like the real deal. This dude has a freaking cannon on his arm. Oh, he made this uh, one sideline throw that very few QBs can make where he threw it over the defender right into the receiver's breadbasket. And that was uh, just a throw that impressed me. That's where you get, like, you know, why he was the number one pick and why he was so hyped up when very few QBs in the NFL and the world can really make that. Yeah, that's – and 
not just his arm. I mean, he he had limited opportunities, obviously, but uh, for the time that he was in there, he goes 14 for 21. Not a great stat line, but for 133 yards. You know, so we're getting chunk plays. And, and to see the chemistry between him and Christian Kirk, which I thought was an outrageous signing in the offseason, he's the one. Look, he's the one that broke the bank. <laughs> and all the wide receivers just got tremendously more expensive after him. But to see him go out there and, and connect with Trevor Lawrence the way they have, it, it's very reassuring about what they were able to pull off this offseason. And to not be outdone, you know. He he shows he can get those first down yardage. You know, he he is a dual threat quarterback. I mean, everybody forgets this tall, blonde hair guy with a cannon can run. <laughs> I mean, he he looked really good in Clemson doing it too. You know, so he go he rushes twice for thirteen yards, which woohoo ain't, ain't the biggest. But again, this was in a limited capacity here. But to see him to be able to make that decision of you know what I can get the first down. Is something Jacksonville has not experienced in a long time, so it's uh, it's looking really good going into the regular season. I know we got one more preseason game to go, and I don't know how much of a role the first string guys are going to have coming into that game, but uh, we're we're almost into the regular season, man. I, I can't wait. I, I am dying to get to some meaningful football. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I think Lawrence will take a big step forward, you know, just with a with a solid coaching staff, and he has his uh, old backfield made healthy this year, ETN, which I think will help a lot, you know, on dump-off plays and just running the ball. And they got Evan Ingram at tight end, like you mentioned, Christian Kirk. So, I mean, I don't think they're going to challenge for a playoff, but there's nowhere to go but up for them now. So I think, you know, they'll improve, and let's see down, you know, this could be the start of something good for them. Yeah, and, and- – the moves they made made sense this offseason. They addressed their needs. <laughs> you know, they solidified that offensive line. You know, there's a new a new sheriff in town, <laughs> as they say. And, and like you mentioned, Ingram. I mean, uh, I thought the Christian Kirk thing or Christian Kirk thing was a reach, but hey, this is working and I'm cool with that. <laughs> but uh it, it's the the one thing that I was concerned about in this game was the Granted, they kept the points low, but was the lack of pressure on the quarterback. We we were only to get out one sack, and, and I understand it's a Manila offense, a Manila defense, but I want to see the front seven get down and grind and get gritty with that front five. You know, I want to see who's going to, because you don't really need a scheme. You just need to line up and dominate the guy in front of you, and they didn't. Yeah, I mean, that was the only one thing I would say, too, is, I mean, they had the number one pick, and they took the guy, uh, Trevon Walker from Georgia, I mean, who you maybe had some good measurables and stuff, but he never really had the stats that you would like from a, you know, a defender, an edge defender. Um, especially that might come first back overall. When they had guys like Hutchinson available, but we'll see. I mean, maybe you can, you know, prove me wrong and other people wrong, too. Yeah, so I, I can't wait to see it play out. I really can't. Now... I know another team a little bit south from here that's dying to see some things play out, and that's going to be the the Miami Dolphins. You know, we we had a little bit of Tua time, but we didn't have any Tyreek Hill time. <laughs> so I, I can't wait to see this offense actually out there on the field as a complete unit and, and to see how they can function and operate. But uh, 
Tua, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know why you're going to stick him out there, you know, for to go to throw six, eight passes. You know, he goes six for eight for 58 yards. I mean, what? That that's not a whole lot of action, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Tua, you know, he's just getting a few reps in, but I think you know, there every uh, practice training camp, you know, that he's uh, improving with Tyreek Hill. He's obviously already played with Waddle and Gazeski, and they got a, a few new running backs. So I, you know, I I think they'll be one of the fastest. They actually they'll be the fastest team in the NFL with those guys. Oh God. I don't want to be the defensive coordinator. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Even when you try to – you don't want to man up. You don't want to play zone. I mean, I just, what do you do? <laughs> you just you, – yeah. I mean, even the tight end, you know, if that's the guy that you're going to overlook, you messed up. <laughs> so it's it, – you, you're kind of in a bad spot. But, uh, see, it, we uh, – well, let me kick it over here to Chris. You know, Chris, we're talking about the Miami Dolphins and what's going on down there in Miami. But how would you feel as a defensive coordinator having to game plan for all these weapons Tua has around him now? I wouldn't want to do it, to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, not only not only do you have to worry about the receivers, but you have to worry about Okay, you get pressure on him. He can get out of that pocket. I mean, he's he's more capable of running that ball. So I mean, it's a yeah. I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, no. I mean, this is all I can hear on the defensive side. Oh no, we suck again. <laughs> so, it's a uh, uh, now it, it's preseason. It, so let let me bounce this over here real quick. You, you've got. Teddy Bridgewater as a backup. And granted, he's not quite out there with the starters. But this dude looked like a panic attack in the backfield. I mean, he was not comfortable. He was under duress. And he just did not look like he belonged back there at all. Especially with this kid, Skylar Thompson, coming in at that third stringer. I mean, this dude flung it around nine. You know, he's nine for 10, 129 yards and a touchdown. Compared to Teddy Bridgewater's ten for twenty, hundred nineteen yards. I mean, it's uh, is there a quarterback competition that's not involving Tua down here in Miami? Um, I mean, I think he's just a solid, you know, backup. Tua. The one thing is, is he, he's been injured for quite a few years, you know, since his last year in college. And <laughs> who, so, Tua or, or Bridgewater? <laughs> so yeah, Tua. So you know, yeah, Bridgewater too. So I mean, <laughs> the two of them, they can have one complete QV. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean, this is a. Uh... This is a unit that even the national media is is expecting a lot out of. I mean, again, this is another team that's got a, another solidified monster over there as as a right tackle. You know, that's important for my left-handed quarterbacks. So, and and there, there's absolutely no excuse at this point on why you couldn't get these guys the ball outside of you just can't. So, I'm I'm thrilled. I, it's now Mike McDaniel. For me, he still has a lot to prove as a play caller. 
I wasn't very thrilled, but again, these are very manila offensive packages, but that's why I hate preseason. But especially when you got a new coach, you really kind of want to get a gauge on the guy, but you, you don't really have an idea until you're zero and three, and you're like, "Oh no, this was a terrible idea." <laughs> yeah, and until you Cleveland Brown it, Let, let's just put it that way. Now, <laughs> there was a name that stuck out to me. I mean, late in the half, you you kept hearing, hearing this Uz, Izukama, I think is his name, Izukama. But uh, this dude has earned a spot on this team, I would have to say. I mean, especially with the talent that's all the way around on this team. But this dude gets six receptions for 114 yards. And he is making Skylar Thompson look like an all-pro out there, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's I guess that's the one benefit of, you know, the preseason. You see who can perform in games. And so you get a... You get a few of those last roster spots, you know, solidified, and you can see, you know, who's going to do special teams, who can step up when they're needed. So, yeah, he might have, uh, he might have earned himself a spot. You know, it's just making me think too about the, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, punt returner, kick returner. He had a heck of a game, and I think he all but assured himself a spot. He had a kick return touchdown and a punt return touchdown the other day in the same game. So. You know, the, there is some benefit, you know, for preseason for these these last few guys trying to, you know, make the team. You, you know what? It's, I love a kickoff return. I love a f- punt return. And, and what they've done to the kickoffs has, has really hurt my soul. <laughs> it really has. Because your Devin Hester's will not exist in the same way as they used to. But, you know, Miami, they, they just kind of... They got that swagger about them, man, and they, they they are feeling it, and they feel like they can knock anybody off at this point. Oh yeah, it's it's two a time or go now. I mean, <laughs> can't get it done. He's he's gone, so they're gonna get, they're gonna replace him. So this is his time right now that they're surrounding him with a new offensive minded coach and you know some premier uh, wideouts and uh, you know running backs tight end. So. You know, it's all in right now. Speaking of all in, guess who's finally all in? Mm, Kyle Trask. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was all in the game. <laughs> but, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I was going to say Brady's back and all in. But, <laughs> but uh, no, Kyle Trask, man. We, we we certainly went from first to Trask real quick without Brady in there, man. But uh, this kid, 11 for 24, 105 yards. And he at least they gave us another stat, one interception. <laughs> so he did not – I mean, at times he looked good. And then at times you're like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, please, Brady, don't retire. <laughs> All right, Brady, you need another week off. Just, uh, you know, be ready week one. You know, I, I didn't get all these people complaining. Like, dude's 45. He's got a family. You he know, retired at this point, and before, made plans. Yeah, if he wants to take a week or two off, let him have his vacation or whatever that's surfacing now. And, you know, as long as he's ready week one, and, you know, I'll, I'll still take Brady over uh, Blaine Gabbard and Kyle Trask at this point. <laughs> Look, I, I, I got a kick I, out I, of it. Go ahead, Chris. I just think he didn't want to see Vrabel and all the all the other guys and, the, you know, just sit there and tell them. I mean, you know, you had your chance to come here. You had your chance, and you didn't want to. You didn't want to put up with all that stuff. 
See, there was – I love Dana White. Thank God for Dana White. And and Rob Gronkowski. I mean, these guys have just created radio gold, courtesy of Brady. <laughs> but when when Brady was trying to decide on what team he wanted to go with, right – there were there was a few options out there. There was the Las Vegas Raiders. You know the Tennessee Titans were a hot team in topic because of the the New England connections that were growing there on the team. And th- this isn't new news, but there was a soundbite of "Are you effing kidding me? You're gonna go with him over me?" And a lot of people felt like he was taking that slide at Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans. But Dana White dropped a bombshell on us this week with Rob Gronkowski confirming the conversation. But that was about yours truly, Derek Carr. And I feel so great <laughs> that uh, this conversation <laughs> happened, man. It is just as soon as I'm, I'm I'm tuning in, I'm like, what's what's Dana White talking about Tom Brady for and, and the Raiders? And then you hear back the conversation, you're like, ooh, he's talking about Terry Carr. <laughs> I, I, the one thing I hate is there's not a Raiders and Buccaneers game this season. I would have loved to see this thing, the, just the handshake after the game. I would have paid. I'd go to the game. <laughs> I just want to see it. <laughs> but uh, I, I just want to thank John Gruden for, you know, being letting us go get it over him. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I wanted uh, Tom Brady and Gronkowski. You know, I keep hearing radio talk shows and stuff, and they're saying, you know, it would have been a, you know, an adjustment for him. You know, he wants to be top dog. You bring in someone, you know, arguably the greatest, you know, player of all time, and Brady, and you know, then he gets top billing, and that takes away some of, you know, Gruden's control and you know, status over the team. So, I mean, Gruden didn't even stick around for much longer after he got into trouble. Oh, you know, God. With so, so yeah, that so, chain of emails. <laughs> Look, I swear to God, he got in more trouble than Hillary Clinton did on those. That's messed up. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> shots fired. Oh, no. Look, look I, I ain't the only one that's upset about that. I'll tell you what. They, they they got Ric Flair fired up too, man. That's messed up, man. <laughs> but uh, all that uh, is, it's just yeah, it would have not worked out. I mean, you put in Gronk and Las Vegas, forget about it. The guy's not going to even. Oh, you don't want Gronk? No, you do want Gronk in Vegas. You don't want NFL Gronk in Vegas. <laughs> can I? Can we get a show Gronk in Vegas? <laughs> I mean, the look Hangover. Which which Hangover are we on now? Three or four? I think there was three, right? So, Hangover 4. Yeah. Look, you guys need to figure this out. Rob Gronkowski is now eligible for stupidity. <laughs> Let's make this happen. <laughs> I, I need a Gronk Vegas vacation. Hey, you know, Oof. what's the uh, the Griswolds? <laughs> we, we got the new Griswolds, the Gronkowskis. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I just Please, somebody pick up this up. <laughs> but, uh, no, man, just... And the national media over the the vacation thing that they ran with this thing so hard. Like I'm even hearing people saying, "Oh my God, he's going to pull a reverse Favre and retire because his offensive line's down." And look, I I, I don't have what I would call sources. I have Adam Schefter, 
And, and he's pretty close to, to the situation most times. So if he's not worried, I'm not worried. When I see Adam Schefter panicking, oh, yeah, you can expect me to talk about it. But, uh, no, it, this was something where he had retired. You know, they they made a, a family vacation, you know. I get it. You're a millionaire. You can do what you want anytime you want. But sometimes you got to schedule this stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and that's what happened here. When you rent out an island, right, you can't really get a refund back on that when you rent a whole island. I, I know. So. Sorry, man. This is all a Nassau. We cannot do. I mean, it, is, it ain't going to work. <laughs> yeah. and, and sorry, I'm not. my bohemian accent is horrible. <laughs> but, but it's just funny to me that how Brady has dominated the headlines and he hasn't even barely done anything for playing. I know. He's, he's already the he's NFL retired. MVP. He's not retired. Coming to training camp, he's leaving for two weeks. He's going to Miami now. This thing about the Raiders, I mean, you know, this is, this is a little ridiculous sometimes. How we just focus <laughs> in on stuff. And, and look, they have there has not been an off season at all because of all the Brady news. And when there wasn't Brady news, there was Cleveland and Deshaun Watson news. So it's just been a dumpster fire and a parade and a and a. <laughs> And a dumpster fire, and a, oh my god, this is really happening, and a, oh my god, did you really get that stupid? I mean, this off season has been fantastic. I, I have absolutely loved it. So when, when they say the sleepy days of summer, that don't exist in the NFL no more, man. These guys are are releasing news during the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> They're not caring. Like, oh yeah, watch this. Send Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I see your Lord Stanley and give you a yoga pose. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> so I don't think I was the only one to flinch. Now, the, we, we got to talk about them. The Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They, they, they had a preseason game this past weekend. And I am terrified if quarterback number one goes down. <laughs> to see what's in the backfields beyond them with the, the Bucks, you got Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask. With the Titans, you got Malik Willis or Logan Wildside. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> there is there is no hope for success beyond QB one. And it's just it's gonna be impossible to convince me of that. You 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 look at Logan Woodside for the Titans. He's as maxed out. He is at his ceiling. I mean, he's fallen off the ceiling. He's so far up there. And Malik Willis, I mean, this dude could not read a defense if you gave him ABC soup. It's just not going to happen. It, it, it is so bad. Vrabel pulled him out of a preseason game so he could get tape on his wide receivers. <laughs> I mean, come on. And he, during the game, he wasn't that impressive neither. I mean, granted, he was their leading rusher, five carries for 42 yards. But as a passer, you're 7 for 17 for 80 yards. He does get a touchdown, so I guess he did settle in just a little bit. But I just don't see a whole lot of hope for what they got going on in that backfield. I mean, this guy is years behind where he needs to be at this point. Well, hopefully this will quiet on the, the fans that say, you know, let's start Malik Willis and uh, you know, <laughs> Danny Hill. I think oh, Danny no. Hill this year is still the guy. Look, uh, Jim Bob with oh, his yeah. three teeth is already screaming, quarterback competition, yee, yee. It, no, <laughs> please don't. I, I think he's answered that question for most of us. 
Oh yeah, I mean that's the, he he has shown that he's definitely a rookie quarterback. He's got a lot of he's got a lot that he needs to focus on, and mainly that's just him keeping his butt in the pocket. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to climb the pocket and you want to you want to take a couple of steps up and then make your throw, and if it's still not there, then then go and run. But I mean, some of those plays, yes, the 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 line let him down, but a lot of those plays that he made, he just decided to run, and it's mm-hmm. like you said. The reason that he got taken out of the first preseason game was because he was running the ball too much. He didn't want to throw it. And so, you know, you have to you have to learn that kind of stuff and you have to trust your wide receivers to to do stuff. And and I don't know whether it's I don't know whether him not knowing that the window is open in college the windows are a whole lot bigger, you know, that if, if they're open for a whole complete second, then you know that's a long time compared to the half a second they're open in the in the NFL. So I don't know if he's just worried about throwing a pick. But right now, throw the pick. I mean, if 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 you're this is the time to prove up and throw the pick. Yeah, throw. This is the time just, to mess up. Yeah. If you're gonna mess up, do it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you know. Basically, being put in there to try to take Logan Woodside's job. And you know, honestly, to to be honest with you, yes, he's got a lot of upside, but I don't I, I don't know if I would trust him over Logan Woodside to go in there and play. I don't I mean, trust Logan Woodside to go in there and play, man. <laughs> I mean, Look. no, I mean, I, I don't want him either. But I mean, still, I don't, you know. At, at least, at least I need a I Homer Simpson soundbite. <laughs> Do we got to pay for that? Wait a second. <laughs> But, no. I mean, I mean, at least I know which side will throw the ball. I mean, that's 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 to me, you know, the biggest thing. I mean, you got a wide receiver running wide open, throw it. Don't yeah. don't just take off and run. And I think a lot of it is him being scared and and not having his 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 mental clock is sped up way too fast, and he thinks the game is gonna you know it's going way too fast for him, and he's not able to slow it down. But I don't know. I mean, I don't. Somebody he's, he's else. Someone else that didn't have a good showing was Traylon Burks, man. One reception for four yards. I mean, again, this is preseason. You're not the veteran. You know, we we need to see what you can do. (laughs) We put a lot of capital in this guy. I mean, he's really two first-round picks. We got rid of a first-round pick, a previous first-round pick to get this first-round pick. So, I mean, he cost (laughs) multiple first-round freaking picks. (laughs) I just, I need more than one for four, man. I really do. You're supposed to be the hog killer. They're they're calling them in Nashville. I mean, no, I. It's like I told you during the game. It's all about the. It's all about the rabbit hunter that hunts rabbits with the hammer. <laughs> oh yeah, Gal Phillips, man. Yeah, no, he's impressing. I mean, it, this guy's got me feeling real good. I mean, feeling real, real good. Woo! 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 So I mean, he almost speaking of almost returning a freaking punt. This dude almost returns one. I mean, this guy is he is climbing up the charts. If this guy is not on the team, come the fifty three man roster, they really need to have a conversation with John Robinson because you are messing up, man. You you lost a really good wide receiver. Don't let one that could be really good slip away neither, man. I, I got. Know, a- for you guys, so you know, after a few weeks of you know games and training camp, how are, how are the receivers looking overall? Not just Burks, but you know, I know they got Woods. I don't know how much he's been playing, but 
do you think, you know, is going to be, you know, a team where they can't go very far? Or is it going to be, you know, something that surprises and, you know, maybe help them win the division again? Oh, no! We suck again! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about this. <laughs> Look, is that, is that summing up? <laughs> That's where to go. Oh, no! We suck again! I'm not feeling good about this. <laughs> Everybody, all we've done is got worse. <laughs> That's the only thing is that we don't even know who our offensive lineup is. We got rid of A.J. Brown. We got trailing asthma attack Burks and... and <laughs> ACL Captain ACL himself, uh, you know Woods said, "I don't feel good about it, man. <laughs> it just has not." <sighs> Take a breath. Don't be. <laughs> no. But there was some positive news on the receiver front. You know, we did have sightings of Julio Jones practicing in Tennessee in the joint practices. Now it wasn't with Tennessee; it was with the Bucks, but at least he was practicing. <laughs> Oh, no! We suck again! <laughs> That's how I feel about it. <laughs> he, he, must have been, he must have been over in the sand pit with Derrick Henry. Oh, he must have been man. playing sand castles in the sand pit. <laughs> Look, speaking of sand pit, uh, we got our wheels stuck in the mud here. We got about a minute left, so let, let, let's touch on a couple things real quick, you know. Uh, we, we got some preseason games coming up this weekend. We, we got college football games back. We got high school football back on Friday nights, make sure you guys are tuning in. Make sure you guys are going to your local high schools and supporting these students because these are literally some of the biggest moments they will ever have. And it means a lot more to these kids than you will ever realize just by showing up in the stands and cheering for them. I mean, this is Monday night football for these kids. So make sure you go out there and support your local high schools, man. Again, call into the show. Let us know what's going on with your high school. We'll, we'll talk about them here. You want me out there on the sidelines with you? I mean, Lord, shoot me a message. I'm on it. And I just look forward to everything coming down the pipe, man. This is what this show has been built for. This is what this show has been just chugging through the dog days of summers for. And it's back. You guys better to buckle up. If y'all want to get part of this uh, this train here, just jump on board. Give us a shout-out at the Weekend Recap. Find us on Facebook. But uh, let's go ahead and give a shout-out real quick to our sponsor, Great American Florida Promotions. Again, they've got shows coming up this September. Make sure you check out their website, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com. Find a show in time near you. But this is the Weekend Recap on 102.1 The Outlaw. This is the clock. Until next time, Outlaws, stay classy.